The grace of God moves me. I want you to know the grace of God is my message. Welcome to the EOU in Action podcast. Do you want to have an eternal impact with your life? Do you want to talk more about God? Do you want to study the Bible and see what it really has to say? Well, you're listening to the right podcast. That the people that have come here with great spiritual and moral needs, great spiritual and moral needs may find the answer. Our goal at EUU in Action is to make an eternal impact on the lives of the students at Eastern Oregon University. University students, if nobody had told you, you'd never guess. Through studying the Bible and discussing the big questions that these students might face during this time of their life. We are living in a world of billions of people, billions of people. with each one in their solitary world of struggle and questions. And And here's your hosts, Matt Sheeks and Landon Reddington. Okay, welcome back to the Eastern Oregon On Fire podcast. I'm Matt Sheeks. Uh, I'm here with Brock Johnson. We are basically um, in part two of a a two-part series. Um, Previously, we talked about what EOU is like spiritually, uh, so if you, if you missed that episode, you should probably just, uh, turn this one off and go back and listen to that episode. Uh, this one is basically a continuation of the, the thought that we covered there. Um, so we talked to Brock a lot about what, what he notices, uh, about Eastern Oregon students, um, what they are like spiritually, what they believe, uh, things that they're thinking about or just plain not thinking about. Uh, and we talked a little bit about the faculty and staff as well. Um, so here we kind of wanted to introduce a little bit more, uh, of the Bible and, uh, scripture, uh, into the conversation. So we're basically, uh, kind of answering the question, like what would be good news to, uh, Eastern Oregon university students? Um, what are some scriptures that, uh, Brock has found impactful, um, for himself personally? And what would be, what would be verses that, uh, maybe would be impactful for Eastern Oregon University at large. So, um, so what what passage of scripture has had the greatest impact on your life? Um, well, there's a couple, and I wrote them down. So, I think there's some obvious ones like John three sixteen, and I'll, you know a lot of the gospel verses that just talk about Jesus being our Savior. But I wrote down some specific ones that um, right now in my life think helped me a lot. So I wrote down uh, John sixteen thirty three. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you have you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. I like that one because I think that um, I like to think of myself as a as a pretty uh, steady uh, personality, and um, you know I. I take things fairly well, at least, and I think a lot of that has to do with some of these verses that talk about peace and uh, receiving peace from Christ and just knowing that uh, we're in a temporary spot here and, uh, you know, things will pass and we'll be able to, to get through it um, with Christ. So the next one, Matthew six twenty six through 34. I won't read the whole thing, but basically it talks about, uh, um, you know, how God cares for the animals and how he feeds them and... Uh, how much more he would uh, care for us. And uh, basically says to stop worrying about such things that really don't matter and seek the kingdom first. And I think it's just a really good reminder every day to, yeah, there's there's things that are important on earth, but it's not necessarily uh, maybe the specific thing, but uh, kind of the deeper meaning and the deeper root in what we do. And that um, at the end of the day and what we're doing, we're seeking um, 
the kingdom first and, and how we can make an eternal impact in what we're doing. So I like that one. And then I got one more, which is first Corinthians ten thirty one thirty one, which says whatever we do, uh, this is a paraphrase, but whatever we do, do it for the, the glory of the Lord. And I like this one because I think it keeps, um, me focused and I think it keeps me, uh, uh, striving to be better, I think, in the things that I'm doing and, and remembering that I'm doing it for a larger purpose than just myself or even maybe something that I'm a part of, but for a greater impact, hopefully, um, on uh, a lot of people's lives and, and, you know, the kingdom of God, hopefully. So, yeah, that's great. That, that makes sense. And I think like for me personally, those are things that I would do well to, uh, uh, meditate on and, and think through a little bit more, I can definitely get caught into the weeds and start focusing on, uh, really just viewing, uh, success only from like a worldly perspective and start taking things super seriously. And, and I do want to take life seriously, but I think a lot of the stuff that you shared, um, just kind of shows, uh, a believer that we need to have an eternal perspective, uh, and how we're approaching, uh, the things that we do, the, the work that we do and understanding like, how all those things fit in with a larger scope of our lives and that, um, eternity with God is coming and being able to view it within that context, uh, could bring a lot of peace in my life. Um, well, one thing that, uh, that we talked about was the views of, uh, EOU, um, staff and faculty members. And, uh, I was talking to a, to an EOU staff member recently. Um, and, uh, and I had a stack of Bibles and, and he asked me what I had. And, uh, and I said, Oh, they're, they're Bibles. And I was like, would you like one? <laughs> and he said he would, if he had one, he would probably just turn the pages into paper airplanes. Um, and so I wanted to talk about like, are there any verses in the Bible that like even like a secular staff or faculty person could appreciate? Like maybe there are some verses that, um, even someone that's diehard secular, which would still say, Hey, this has more value than just to be paper for, for paper airplanes. Uh, do you have any verses that you want to share? I've got a couple. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I think all the verses are valuable not to be made into paper airplanes, but I understand. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think there are some. I think there's some that, uh, you know, unfortunately aren't, I mean, they are, but maybe not quite as focused specifically with the wording on, you know, being sinners and Jesus saving us, but some that can be taken in a worldly um, kind of view and still be positive. Um, So I just thought of a couple, Jeremiah 29.11, which you know, says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope, which I think just the the message of hope in that verse and uh, knowing that, um, you know, maybe things happen for a reason and maybe they don't agree with um, why or how, but just kind of having that kind of hope, I think they could connect to. Another one would be... um, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Proverbs seventeen seventeen, And I thought of that because it's more about, uh, that first specifically is talking about relationships with other people, um, and how, uh, we can have strong relationships with family members, friends, you know, um, as iron sharpens iron, um, that kind of thing that I think they can gravitate towards. And then there's one more that I, um, thought of. 
And now that I read it, not really. So I'll leave you with those two and you can go. (laughs) Hey, man, that's all right. Sometimes we don't know why we picked up certain references. Uh, The ones I've got, so I've got one from uh, Jesus, one reference uh, uh, to a saying of Jesus, and I've got one uh, that is a saying of Paul, the the apostle. Uh, And then I've got one from James, who is the brother of Jesus. So the one from Jesus is this. So this is from Luke 6. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever hits you on the cheek, offer him the other also, and whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat others the same way you want them to treat you. And I, and I just find that, you know, um, principles like this that are taught uh, by Jesus where basically um, worldly wisdom is basically flipped and uh, the first shall become last and things of that nature where um, Jesus is really teaching us to lead by, by serving um, and that it's better to be, be mistreated and um, to love and serve someone than to get the upper hand on someone. I, I just feel like I don't know anybody that can't get behind that. Um, that's a reasonable person. So that's one that shouldn't be turned into paper airplanes. And the other one is from Paul. Uh, so Paul is writing in Romans 12, uh, kind of towards the end of Romans 12. Um, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward uh, one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in the sight of all men. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with, with all men. Never take your own re- revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. Uh, and if he is thirsty, give him a drink, for in doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not, become by, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And so I feel like you can see a lot of the teachings of Jesus in Luke 6 uh, come out here uh, uh, with Paul's writing in Romans 12. Uh, and is basically teaching us that we can even um, love our enemies and and we should not pay back evil for evil, but we should pay back evil with love. Uh, and so I just don't know any reasonable person that would uh, really have an issue with that. <laughs> uh, so I really, I really like those verses. Uh, and then the last one is James 1, uh, 27. Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their distress and to keep one, keep oneself unstained by the world. Um, and I, I, again, I just don't see that any reasonable person would have a problem with visiting orphans and window and widows, not windows, uh, in their distress. Um, and wouldn't think that those are, are good principles that one could live by. So those are some things that we kind of thought would be valuable to anybody, even if they uh, don't consider the Bible to be the word of God and don't really even have a belief that God exists. Um, Some verses from the Bible that have clearly kind of become part of our culture, like our culture differs significantly from other cultures that don't think that you should help people um, that are in low positions. Um, So there definitely is a lot of that influence that 
uh, we take for granted um, in Western culture and really comes out of a Judeo-Christian view of the world. So that's all I had to say. Do you have anything you want to you wanna add, Brock Johnson, to wrap things up? I mean, I think you covered it well, but thanks for having me on. I enjoyed it. Dude, this was really fun. I totally want to do it again. Uh, well, uh, my name is Matt Sheeks again. Uh, we hope you uh, tune in again for the Eastern Oregon on Fire podcast and that you make an eternal impact um, through your activity in Eastern Oregon and uh, even on the EOU the Eastern Oregon University campus. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're wanting to get connected with EOU in Action, you can find us online at eouinaction.org. Also, be sure to check out the other podcasts and free resources while you're there.